Hi, welcome to History's Great Speeches. I'm Charles Featherston, voice artist, narrator and compiler of the series. Please like or subscribe and feel free to contact me via Bandcamp, Podbean, Facebook or Patreon to let me know speeches or time periods you'd like to see covered. You can find a full set of links at my website, charlesfeatherston.uk. Introduction The Great American Socialist Eugene Debs Six months ago, I had never heard the name Eugene Debs. Today, I believe he is one of the greatest orators in history, ranking alongside Napoleon, Robespierre, Lincoln and Cicero. More importantly, he was a genuine hero, a man to believe in and follow into the fires of hell. His legacy has been unrightly ignored by the same powers that imprisoned and harassed him over his life. He should be an icon, but is unremembered for reasons he himself goes into. However, there is one key difference between Debs and these other orators. Every one of the others fought for empire or glory or democracy, but Debs fought for the working man's right to a decent existence. An impression of the man is best given in his own words and those of a fellow revolutionary that knew him well. In Debs's speech to the court upon receiving his ten-year sentence for sedition against the First World War, he says, Gentlemen, I abhor war. Men talk about holy wars. There are none. Let me remind you that it was Benjamin Franklin who said, There never was a good war or a bad peace. It is ruling classes that make war upon one another and not the people. In all of the history of this world, the people have never yet declared a war. Not one. I do not believe that really civilised nations would murder one another. I would refuse to kill a human being on my own account. Why should I at the command of anyone else or at the command of any power on earth? Twenty centuries ago, one appeared upon earth whom we know as the Prince of Peace. He said, love one another. He did not say kill one another, but love one another. He espoused the cause of the suffering poor, and the poor heard him gladly. It was not long before he aroused the ill will and the hatred of the ruling class. They said of him just what the ruling class says of the socialists today. He is preaching dangerous doctrine. He is inciting the common rabble. He is a menace to peace and order. And they had him arraigned, tried, convicted, condemned, and they had his quivering body spiked through the gates of Jerusalem. A railroad man from 15, he found it then turned against the unions as they became tools of the owners and won 3% of the presidential vote in 1920, despite being A, the socialist candidate, and B, in prison for sedition. The two major speeches missing from this volume can be found in the prior collection, being You Railroad Men, whose content is covered in other speeches herein, and Statement to the Court, which is summarised in part four of Scott Nearing's analysis. An example of Debs's genuine humanity from Nearing's analysis gives us the essence of the man. At 63, Debs was sentenced to 10 years imprisonment for sedition, simply for arguing the cause of the working man and woman to live full lives. The day before the case, Nearing goes to see Debs, and Eugene says to him, I have nothing to take back. All I said I believe to be true. I have no reason to change my mind. I have no reason to change my position. 
His lawyers knew and he knew on Sunday that the following week would see him sentenced to the penitentiary. He spoke of it in his quiet way as his simple opportunity to serve the cause. He said that he had always felt like a member of the rank and file, and now he had his chance to travel along the road the ordinary man had to follow under ordinary circumstances, to go right on along the road and ignore the difficulties that were ahead. He was an old man, broken in health, facing without flinching, without budging an eyelid, a possibility of twenty years in jail. I remember leaving the hotel that afternoon and walking down to the station and saying to myself, if that man can behave as he does, there is surely no excuse for us younger chaps. And I felt then, as I have felt ever since, that I never in my life came in contact with so radiant a spirit as I did that afternoon, when Debs was getting ready to take his place in the federal court and receive a penitentiary sentence.